Hey everyone, it's your favorite Black Mom Binary Cinephile. And welcome to. Today's episode is about Everything Everywhere All at Once, which was released in 2022 and directed by Daniel Scheinert and Daniel Kwan. The plot follows a woman who is thrown into a multiversal war by a man who is her husband from another universe. Her paradigm of goodness is the only thing that can defeat the great evil threatening to destroy her world and countless others. Before I get into it, I would like to say that I meant to do this episode earlier, but school got a little busy. If you're a college student, then you understand. Now let's get into it. How does the story begin? The movie opens with the view of a family from their mirror. There is the mother, the father, and their only daughter, their only child. This is the first insight into the thematic importance of family in the film. The scene changes suddenly to Evelyn, who is played by Michelle Yeoh, running to her desk that is covered in paper. She is obviously a woman who is extremely overwhelmed. The characters are introduced in a great way. The first significant moment with the father is when they show him holding divorce papers and showing that he is no longer satisfied in his marriage. The first scene with the daughter is her discussing with her girlfriend how her mother acts and how she will react to her girlfriend being there and we get the sense that this is the first time they've talked about this. Like I said already, the characters are introduced in a great way. How good is the climax of the movie? I think the climax happens when Evelyn decides to save Joy instead of killing her. From what we've seen, this is someone who puts her needs in front of others. This is a changing moment because she's putting her daughter before the need of others. Before it was probably best for herself. She is also fighting instead of taking the easy route. With Evelyn going the similar route that Jobu Tubaki did, the antagonist, if she even can be called that, is, all, is given even more layers. The climax does not have to always be the high point in the film sometimes it's simply just a turning point i think this specific scene qualifies as a turning point what do i think of the climax i think it's great and it works perfectly for the movie how are the character dynamics the character dynamics are great i'm not sure which dynamic is my favorite they're all just so multifaceted the divorce couple has forgotten her love for each other. The daughter who wants her mom to accept her for all she is and the mom who just keeps pushing her away. The relationship between the grandfather and his daughter. All the relationships influence each other and it's so great to see. The cast has a great chemistry. They feel like a real family. And that's part of what helps the dynamic. Feels so real on screen. The cinematography is amazing. I love the way it switches between the different universes and there's so many. It's so colorful and it's shot so well and it's cinematography is amazing. How do I feel about the ending? First, let's get into what happens at the end. At the end, we have the Everything Bagel, which is tearing apart the multiverse, which we were warned about at the beginning of the film. It's the big showdown between Evelyn and... Jobu Tobaki, who is Joy, from, in the, from another universe. Evelyn essentially wins the fight by not fighting. 
I love the ending. Oh, I love the ending so much. The world can be cruel. We've all heard it before, but it doesn't have to be that way. It's our responsibility to not be cruel. If you have the chance to choose love or peace or forgiveness over the negative things, you absolutely should. That is what I believe the movie comes down to. Making a choice to not continue to hate. There is power in being kind. The movie ends with the mom making a conscious decision to rectify her mistakes. She accepts her daughter and tells her father that Brooke is Joy's girlfriend as opposed to referring to her as Joy's good friend like she did in the beginning of the movie. When Joy is about to be stuck into the bagel, Evelyn grabs hold of her and the grandfather holds on to Evelyn and the husband holds on to the grandfather. It's a very nice family moment. And the end switches between different universes, so it's like one long sequence. The movie is also about grief and healing. The conversation between Joy and Evelyn outside the laundromat is most important because they put their cards on the table and now they can begin to heal. The movie ends where it began in a way. They're being audited and are at the IRS office. But there's a much brighter and happier atmosphere because they're in a better place. I love the ending so much. What is my final rating? Five out of five stars. This movie has actually replaced Rent as my top five favorite films. Which I didn't think any film was top those five but this one did this has this is now my top five favorite films to quote lady gaga this film was talented brilliant incredible amazing show-stopping spectacular never the same totally unique completely not ever been done before you can tell there was a lot of thought and care and love put into this film that is something I feel is lacking in a lot of movies since corporations began to dominate. But I love the, like I said before, there was a lot of thought and there was, this movie felt very creative. And I love movies where you can just feel the creativity that was put into it, the thought that was put into it. I will not be ranking the characters in this film because that would just be too difficult, too, too difficult. They all just gave great performances. I'm not I'm not going to put myself through that by choosing. It would probably be Joy from my most favorite though. Shout out to Stephanie Shu. She killed it. What I will do instead is rank the universes by favorite in no particular order. Number one, universe where Evelyn is a famous martial artist. I like how glossy and flashy it is, and Michelle Yeoh looks amazing in that dress, okay? Now, second favorite is the universe where she fights the dog. I have never seen anyone turn a dog on a leash into a weapon, so, yeah, that, that happened. My number three is... The drawing universe where they're just drawings on the paper. I thought it was just a really fun moment. The fourth is the Ratatouille. The Ratatouille. The, the Raccoon Ratatouille universe. It's, it's so ridiculous and funny. And oh God. 
I'm not gonna pretend like I didn't have a glee phase, you know. It's not something I probably but I did watch that show. And I'm always pleased to see Harry Shum Jr. on my screen. That was just very funny to watch. Number five, the rock universe. It's placed perfectly at the right moment. It's such a nice scene because it gives the viewer the opportunity to just sit there and appreciate everything everywhere all at once. Sorry, terrible pun. I had to. And I like the conversation they have, Evelyn and Joy. The representation in this film is great. There is great Asian representation and LGBTQ representation, specifically Asian LGBTQ representation. Do you recommend this film? I feel like that's an obvious answer. I absolutely recommend this film. Watch it. Watch it again. Tell your friends to watch it. Tell your friends to watch it again. Tell everyone you see, watch this movie. Ah. And in honor of Women's History Month, here are 12 other great movies highlighting women. Girl Fight featuring Michelle Rodriguez. Chicago featuring Catherine Zeta-Jones. Booksmart featuring Benny Fieldstein. Not Okay featuring Mia Isaac and Zoe Dush. Pray featuring Amber Mid-Thunder. Mama Mia featuring Meryl Streep. Tragedy Girls featuring Alexander Ship. Ella Enchanted featuring Anne Hathaway. Carrie featuring Sissy Spacek. Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior featuring Brenda Song. Air Street Trilogy featuring Kiana Madeira. Clueless featuring Alicia Silverstone, Stacey Dash, and the late and great Brittany Murphy. May she rest in peace. That's all for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Catch me again in two weeks, hopefully, with the next one. Bye.